Hey homies, welcome back to another episode of the Uncommon Queens podcast. It's your girl, Lauren Page, and I wanted to do a quick intro and say, I, this is my first guest of the podcast, Jasmine, aka Stay Classy with Jazzy, and please excuse the likes in this episode. It was after the whole insurrection, and I just was rusty doing the podcast, and so it's over a little over a month old, so bear with your girl, but I think there's so many nuggets of wisdom that you can get from this, so I hope you enjoy. Hi, Jasmine. Hi, Lauren. How are you? Good. Um, well, I have Jasmine. Um, make aka stay classy by Jazzy. <laughs> I, I don't know why I always like when I'm talking about like talking about you to someone and I'm all, always like say say that as well like I'll say yeah. like your your name and then also like your username on Instagram <laughs> as well um I don't know why I just I guess I just love it so um thank you for coming on and I appreciate you taking the time to um be on Uncommon Queens and like just tell everyone a little bit about you yeah of course well one I want to say thank you for Allow me the honor to be your first guest. This is really exciting. Um, I think you say, hey, homies, right? So Yes. Hey, homies. <laughs> I know. Jasmine. I kind of forgot to do it. No, you're good. I just wanted to make sure I, like, address your community properly, you know? Yeah. Um, but hey, homies, I am Jasmine. I am a senior who's graduating in April, which is insane, in college. Um, I guess, like, the common things would be I'm a corporate communications major, I'm double minoring in psychology and education. Don't know what I'm doing yet with that. So we'll figure it out as the months roll out. Um, besides my academic side of me, I love working with kids. I babysit very often. Some of the cutest kids ever. <laughs> and then besides that, I do content creation. So I kind of say I'm a full-time student. Mm-hmm. That's what my tuition says, full-time student. <laughs> and then I'm a part-time creator. So I, I create content for Instagram. YouTube and then my own podcast, Shot is Shining. All of the things. Does all, all the things. The things. <laughs> <laughs> and we also went, or yes, you still go, but we go to the same, we went to the same school technically because you're graduating soon. Um, yeah. Belmont University, go Bruins. Go Bruins. Yes. <laughs> but we didn't meet each other. I think I saw you in the calf maybe a couple times, but I never, like, I didn't know, like, your, um, like YouTube or your Instagram at the time, but I, I think I saw you a couple times. Really, mm-hmm. I wish we got. It's, it's, it's like one of those weird things where you meet people, you know, like very, at the very end of your time in like high school or whatever or college. Mm-hmm. You're like, man, if only we met beforehand. Right. Because um, I didn't, I didn't. I don't think I formally knew you during that time either. But right. I also walk really fast. So you probably wouldn't be able to catch me in the cab. <laughs> I do too <laughs> at times, and I think the last what was it like the last semester I like really noticed that I did because I would almost bump into people in the cab I'm like oh excuse me oh excuse me (laughs) like one I always wanted to ask you like what was one overarching lesson or even a couple lessons that you learned in 2020 well I learned a lot um I journal a lot more than I ever have in 2020 just because I wanted I mean here's the thing 
I appreciate journaling. It just takes discipline because, it you does, know, yeah. especially if you want to do it consistently, I wasn't as consistent, but whenever I needed to get my thoughts out, it was really helpful because it's to stay stuck in my head and it's not good, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really cool to look back on this experience um, to see how I felt on the good days and the not so good days. Um, so having that outlet, I would say one is just to continue journaling, to continue to give myself space to process. Cause I don't do that. I always go mm-hmm. from one thing to the next. And I, and that leads me to like my second lesson, which is slowing down. It's yeah. really good. It's essential. It's good. And I wrote this in my notes saying like slowing down is good for like a well-lived life. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. everything's so fast paced and I am more fast paced and I actually was forced to sit in my room and think, okay, I have time to really consider my career path and what life will look like after college. Do I like where I am? Do I like who I'm becoming? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those kind of things. And I would have never got that chance to do that if I hadn't, you know, experienced 2020. Right. Um, so those are like the two overarching besides appreciating my family time more. Um, yeah. Because when you're, when you're in college, it's weird when you go off to college and become independent some way. Mm-hmm. shape or form and then come home and you're kind of interdependent again like um you're in a, you're a young adult yet you still feel like you're a child when you're at home so that was interesting to navigate but really you know appreciate my family time yeah I definitely think rest was something and like just the different <laughs> forms of what rest is because I feel like people can think of just like sitting still is just rest but I also I feel like last year I was exposed to like the different ways in which we can experience rest I guess if that makes sense and also like what you said I think last year was definitely a time where it was a lot of people could be like okay like what am I okay like where is God taking me in in my life and like am I doing his will like what are my priorities and stuff so I definitely agree those were those are some of the things that I was like really taking in last year as well it was good lessons good Mm -hmm. lessons to learn and I on on top of that to kind of piggy bank off of that it's also 2020 I would say is the year where I like grew exponentially in my faith um like real deal uncomfortable growing Mm. in my faith because I think a lot of times I have been really blessed just to be honest I've been really blessed with a life where I, I you know my family and like my health and everything is good but um so it's easy to praise God when things are going well mm-hmm. but can you praise him when you're when everything seems to be going mayhem in, in the world in the country like will you still give him praise and will you still seek him during right. those times and that just made me um really realize like hey um this life is not forever get closer mm-hmm. to God and stick it through with him Yes. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to preach. (laughs) Yes. Come on. No, you can take the mic. Okay. (laughs) Um, I guess so the theme um, of this episode that I really wanted to talk about, because I know we've DM'd a little bit about social media and like the power that we give um, the app and just as content um, creators, even though like, I don't even consider myself. No, you are, you are. Um, so that's weird to say, but like, I guess I know a little bit of your story of how you got into like social media, but if you could like tell, um, us a little bit about like how you got started and like why and like your journey. Yeah. Um, I will 
it's like a long story, so I'll make it shorter. Basically, it all, it all started in 2017, around this year, like January. Um, I was a senior in high school, and I had just, I realized I was doing all the things. I was being like, straight, trying to be a straight eight student and doing marching band and concert band, and then being like um, a part of extracurricular activities or clubs after school. And so when I came home, that was all my life was centered around. I didn't have anything fun for me to do anything to get my creative energy out or a hobby like I really didn't have any hobbies Mm -hmm. (laughs) besides reading which is a good hobby um so I did some research and was like why don't I reconnect with some of my old passions for middle school which was reading um writing and photography and just being creative so I started a blog um on in January Mm -hmm. and I worked on that for maybe seven or so months and I was like hmm I don't know if I really like writing as much anymore I had dabbled in making some videos for some blog posts and I tend to do really well content wise mm-hmm. or analytic wise. So I was like, hmm, why don't I try this my hand at your YouTube channel, see what it's like, try it out for a year. If I don't like it, I'll go back to blogging. Mm-hmm. And I recently this week celebrated three years on YouTube. So oh, clearly wow. I haven't I, I haven't returned back. Thank you. Um I haven't returned back to blogging. I feel like that was really the area that I thrived in the most. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's led me to do Instagram. And that was all like 2018, like YouTube wise. And then Mm -hmm. hop over to last year, 2020. I started the podcast, Shy to Shining. It's like a personal development podcast. (laughs) Shameless plug. (laughs) Um, And that's really just kind of my... timeline for content creation so mm-hmm. I feel like I've been doing it for a while but I still consider myself an amateur um, in that mm-hmm. space it's still much I still so much I want to learn and grow in um, but to answer your question for my why it's several things my why was just to get back to the root of myself like the things that I enjoy because um, mm-hmm. especially you can get really lost in creating content over the years and trying to get back to like, who was it? Who am I? What do I enjoy? And also I love encouraging people and social yeah. media can be such a um, me focused platform and it can be right. such a negative space at times. And I realized like, why don't I just use that space to encourage people in whatever way, shape or form. So that's kind of my content creation story in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. I, <laughs> funnily enough, like I'm fasting from YouTube right now because like yeah. I, I think Vlogmas really got, gave me oh. content overload. So I was like, yeah. I'm really too, like my first reaction kind of, you know, we say social media is like you numb things out. And so I like realized that like I just kept like on my laptop or like on my phone, like going to the app or going to the YouTube and like right away instead of um like really processing like how I was feeling and like turning to God and like just also just like reading um in general so I'm just like yeah. I love YouTube <laughs> but so <laughs> I I'm like this is getting a little too much at the same time but yeah I always um I always love like that sort of content because it's just different and you can connect in it. And I feel like in a different way than Instagram um, as well. So I yeah. think that I definitely did have like kind of a similar, not journey, but I also like had a blog. I also bounced around a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, is, this podcast is like, I always say the first one that I really 
loved doing because like I had a fashion blog then I tried oh, cool. to do like a short story like blog thing and under like Uncommon Queens at the time like I wanted to write short stories that like follow different um, young women and like their journeys and stuff like that so this is like this podcast is like the first time that I um, really want to put more of my effort into so I admire like your dedication to um, your projects and like taking that time, even though, you know, I know it's not easy and you have your <laughs> breaks, but it's so good to like have that heart for encouragement because I think a lot of people, especially now in the, I guess in the past couple of years have just done it for like clout or you know because Mm -hmm. it's like for the money and like the cars Mm -hmm. or the house or whatever so I definitely think that it's good to like check your motives and I love how you just like went in with that heart of like encouragement and like light so I think that's like really important yeah well thank you thank you I appreciate it I mean I will give my parents well first and foremost I give God credit for that (laughs) But then I also give my parents credit for raising me in that sense of just like being a servant led kind of person, you know, mm-hmm. serving people versus being served. Like that's what we learned about that in the Bible, how Jesus didn't come to um, to be served, but he came to serve. So kind of keeping that framework as you are on social media is really important as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I feel like when I remember we DM'd about um kind of like content creation and how I was telling you about um just like my struggles of like not knowing like what content I should be creating and like not wanting to get bogged down by numbers but wanting people to like see the content and all that stuff because I was like am I built for like social media but I also know like I want to get my message out there and I remember you saying this I had to like type it up when I saw it like when I was going through our dms and it was like visuals attract people but your message makes them stay for more and I was like oh that's a word (laughs) (laughs) word. um but yeah just if you could like unpack like that kind of that kind of tension of like wanting to share the message but also having to worry about like the visual aspect because you know that's that's what is the reality of like social media today Right. Well, I would, um, well, first of all, I still can't believe I said that, you know, it's kind of, you know, those kind of things where you tell people and they tell it back to you. You're like, I said that. So I don't, that's insane. Cause I have that written down. That's something I want to talk about is like the visuals, like I said, will keep, will attract people. Um, if you think about going to a bookstore, you go to a bookstore, you see a book that has a really nice cover. That's going to get you um, interested to actually pick up the book and look further to maybe who's the author or what's the story about. Mm-hmm. And if the story captures your attention, then you're more likely to stick around, buy the book, so on. So I feel like that principle really applies to Instagram specifically because it's such a uh, visual focused platform. You know, it's you share images, you share videos, you have stories. And so people are on there for various reasons and they're going through it really quickly. So if your visual does not catch your attention, then um, it's a little bit harder to get your message out. They're not saying that your message can't get out there. You know what I mean? There's people who, who captivate people in different ways. And that's where you just kind of have to figure out um, what's the best method for me, because what works for someone else will not necessarily work for you. 
but keeping that in mind, um, I guess, let's see, it's so difficult because it's so personal. Like the way you might would attract people is different from what people are, are um, interested in. Mm-hmm. But I try to grab inspiration from like, like I said, books, how, what book covers do I um, like looking at or gets my attention? Um, I go on Pinterest, you know, looking at pins and like trying to get inspiration for graphics that I can create. And then Canva is just a platform that I've been using for years since I was maybe a freshman in college um, to create my graphics. Um, mm-hmm. But the biggest thing is for me in terms of that is I would say focus more on the message than the visual. It's almost like the visual is like the icing on the cake, but mm-hmm. the cake, you know, is the actual thing that people are going to enjoy. Right. So um for anyone listening and also for myself and for you just to not get too caught up in the visuals and know that it's like the little final touch. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what I've been uh, playing off of for years is just um, having a nice visual, but making sure that my captions or my stories has some value to it. Cause that's going to what people are going to stick around for because they're going to know like, Oh, this is Jasmine because her face is in the image or whatever, or this is her type of style um, branding wise. Mm -hmm. But I know that she always comes through with her messages or I know Lauren always comes through with her messages or her podcast. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So just kind of keeping that in your brain. Yeah. I think that's the main thing for me that I get caught up in because I'm always someone and I need to stop like saying this, but like, I'm like, Oh, I just like am not, I feel like I'm like the old, old like woman on Instagram or like, I'm like, I was built. I was like, I know that I wasn't born in like the wrong generation because, you know, God (laughs) put me on the earth for such a time as this. But um, I was like, I just struggle with like the visual aspect. And like, I even I just like saw like what Canva or like realized what Canva was like last year um, Mm -hmm. through one of my internships. And I was like, oh, I've been missing out (laughs) on this platform. Um, So I was like, wow. So that is something that I think is good to hear because just it can be because it is a visual focus. And I am a visual person. I do love when I see people do great visuals. But also I think that I also see people that keep it simple or just like screenshot like their Twitter like message and they just like put it there and it still is impactful you know at the same time and they're still successful in getting their message across so I think that is something good to like remember and not always get bogged down about like the visuals because at the end of the day like it's what you want to put out there matters more and is like lasting and more important I agree I mean imagine if you got a good looking dinner at some restaurant and you're like oh this is gonna taste great and then you eat it it doesn't taste great (laughs) you know it's like you put so much effort into how it looks but not how it's gonna taste like the meat of the content so yeah you're so right yes and I know we also talk a lot about people pleasing and like the you know it kind of goes along with we're just talking about like impact versus impressing people I know that's something that you mentioned um to me um a little while ago of just like your the just the tension of like what your motives are like we've been saying and like me like getting bought down of like oh I'm not impactful until you know you get 10k followers and you can do like the swipe up and you can you know do all these things and maybe look into like brand deals and like all of that stuff so I think 
um yeah just talk what you wanted to say about like impact versus impressing and like also like people pleasing in that same same um breath um this is something I've struggled with really all my life um I've been trying to work on figuring out the root cause of why I'm such a strong people pleaser um I will I will say part of it is just because I spent a lot of my life trying to gain the approval or the recognition yeah I guess you say recognition from others based on my work versus like who I am for example in kindergarten you know you get smiley faces when you get your do really well on your worksheet and then you know you get nice um when you grow up you get uh, messages on your report card you get a's on your assignments so it's like there's like little mini affirmations that I'm a good I'm doing well or my work is good so as a content creator it's important to create work that you enjoy but also work that brings value or serves your community and at that sense it's difficult to walk that line Mm. of serving people well but also not uh, come, come becoming too bogged down by what they want you to do because you, then you'll end up creating content just for them and you'll be miserable and you won't right. like your work. And I've been there and that's kind of where I, to be honest, am at right now is that mm-hmm. I'm trying to find that line again where what's, or that balance, really not line, but balance between how can I show up and serve my community well, but also create content that I enjoy um and that's part of the reason why I'm taking a break because I'm honestly frustrated with social media it just feels kind of it just it's so frustrating because I know likes and comments or like vanity metrics and I don't really care about them but you also deep down you know it feels good when someone comments on your post or someone likes your post you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and it also when it gets to the point where you do work with brands and everything they look at that you know they look at what kind of engagement you get um so it's hard to not want to always create just for the sense of like making people happy mm-hmm. because then you won't yourself won't be happy and then you burn out and then no one's no one's in a good space people are not yeah. getting value or being served in their situation and you are sitting here beating yourself up in your brain you know saying like I'm not good enough for this work why am I on social media those kind of things so the reason the phrase impact versus impress I didn't come up with it. I just heard it in different podcasts and different books that when you are not focusing on trying to get people to like you or to reach a certain number in terms of engagement on your posts, you can really hone in on what is it that I want people to get from the work that I'm doing. Do I want them to be inspired? Do I want to educate them on some type of topic? Do I want to instill some wisdom? Whatever it is, when you really tap into your why or why you're creating then you could focus on creating work that's going to impact whether you are asleep or when you're awake working, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't have like a clear answer for how I'm combating people pleasing. I'm just trying to right now change my mindset when it comes to creating. Yeah. And I think a lot of people say social media or Instagram specifically is like a tool and I think also I was talking about this with my other like friend of just we we make it social media and like Instagram its own world where it's kind of like yeah. its own place or like okay what is good on here and like what is getting people like hyped up and like attracting people and then we give it so much of our time and like our like effort and our mental capacity and spiritually and just like all these things 
that it can kind of allow you to not pay attention to the world around you and like, you know, be present and be like focused. So I think it's, it's a daily practice and, and also we weren't meant to know so much about people (laughs) and like see, see all of everyone's creativity and, and it's beautiful. Like that sort of level of creativity is beautiful, but it's also like very overstimulating at times Mm -hmm. And as well as inspirational, it's like, where's that balance between like, it's inspirational and like, wow, they're opening my eyes to like this point of view. And then like, wow, I'm neglecting like my actual like day to day life and my relationships and like, you know, my time with God and like all of that stuff. Yep. I totally agree with that. That's something that I'm trying to work on, especially in 2021. Because I spent too many times in my room on my computer for hours and not neglecting my family. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So Yeah, I I think no one, there's no like straight handbook on how to like Mm -hmm. handle all of of these things. And I think I was listening to, um, or no, I saw, I think Sadie Robertson say like, it's about, we get so bogged down in like followers, but like, who are we following? Like, you know, God is who we're supposed to be following. Like, you know, Jesus and what he, and what the example that like he set out for us is like what we're supposed to be following, not always like the approval of man and like what people um, think about us in terms of just like validation, I guess. And I've learned that like, I definitely more so than I really realize of like seeking validation, even just in my like day-to-day, like personal relationships, like how I want to just like immediately text someone and like what's going on with me. And like, even though I should process first out like all these things and it's good to have community because we're not, you know, supposed to be alone, but kind of like, who are we following? Who are we coming back to? Um, because we're not supposed to always, you know, seek out other people's approval. Right. That's something that I s- struggle with too. It's just like, what's the, what's the difference between being affirmed? Cause like words, affirmation is my love top love language and then being mm-hmm. validated, you know, is it okay to be affirmed? Um, and then is it, a, is it a problem when it becomes from affirmation to validation? Um, never know where, never know that line. <laughs> yes. Um, and I think to that, like, same main of just what I struggle with right now, because I'm just thinking about, um, like, rebranding and and stuff with my, like, podcast and just how, like, my cover art and everything. And I think that what I admire about you is, like, your the way you show up on um, social media and, like, you have, I can tell that it's, like, you're not always focused on just like a hot trend or you know what's going on I guess in terms of everyone else you all you have an authentic voice and like I think was that something that took time to like cultivate your voice on social media yes absolutely um who I was when I first started on social media in terms of like my voice is completely different to who I am now and it will be five ten years from now 
And I love that you use the word cultivate because that to me signals like a journey that you're an ongoing process of that you are always developing your voice versus finding. I used to say, I can't wait to find my voice, which to mm-hmm. me signals like a destination that once I find my voice and that's it. But I believe your voice should always evolve as you evolve as a person mm-hmm. because you're going to change. You're going to engage in circumstances that are going to make you a different person and so your voice so in one season I was like you know um, I would be afraid to talk about my faith or to share my Mm -hmm. thoughts and opinions but now I've learned to do that a little bit more confidently Um, and that just comes with time and putting yourself out there little by little that's kind of how I developed my voice or cultivated my voice over the years and how I plan to continue to do so. But it's, it's not an easy process, but it's mm-hmm. a worthwhile one. Yeah, because I think so many people are so opinionated on social media. So it's like you could – things could get misconstrued a lot. And, like, you're like, this is yeah. the heart of what I was saying, but, like, someone could take it this way and yeah. all, all that stuff. So I think it's important to, like, have – like you said, like, have that – have that why and also it's for me it's been interesting because since I don't have a lot of people around me this has been I've looked at it as a way to like reach people and connect with people but I want to say and I think that's also been helpful but especially last year of I feel like and I think we met I think we talked about this of like you know your type of activism like what does your type of activism look like like what does in this, in certain situations, what does your, um, I guess, play, what is your places? Like, where has God positioned you to speak out about certain things? And that is also a learning process of just like, I care, but I also don't want to speak out of anger or just like my gut reaction to things, you know? So I think that's also a piece of like, everyone kind of tiptoes around like okay I want to know that I'm like aware of things but I also um Mm -hmm. don't want to just say what I want to say all the time because when you look back on it you're like it's hurt doing more bad than like spreading more you know darkness than like light and I know Mm -hmm. that's like important to you like you said before that you hit the nail on the head and that's you basically said everything I felt (laughs) <laughs> last year when um a lot of us were learning to what it's what does it mean and what does it look like to be an activist in our own way because I a lot of my peers were very vocal from the get-go and mm-hmm. I was like okay I'm not, I need to say something because I don't want them to think that I'm not you know woke or whatever yeah. or <laughs> not, I don't want them to think that I'm just ignoring it but we, we all process differently and I see the result of people who just talk off the cuff and don't take into regard other people's um, feelings and opinions and experiences. And I just didn't want to be one of those people, you know, Mm -hmm. to kind of add to the chaos, add to the drama, add to the noise. So you're so right. We just got to figure out what role do we take on? Yeah. It's, it's like going back to like discernment, like where, what is our, what is our core like message in um, just in God and just like, getting kind of like quiet and okay like you know kind of disconnecting yourself for a moment of like everyone else's opinion 
And it's like going back to like, what do what do I think? Like, what do I believe? Like, what is the heart of like what I'm supposed to do in this world, I guess, in some ways. And so, yeah, it's still I think even now it's still kind of like on everyone's mind of like, how do I navigate, you know, all of these things that are happening, especially with yesterday as we're recording. It's January 7th after everything that happened on January 6th and we don't have to really go into all of that but because everyone knows but um I think that was like also on top of mind of just like navigating um all the things that happened like beyond you know racial injustice but like also other big topics and like especially last year of like where the church fits into everything yeah was something that like I was just like oh yeah like we don't really talk about certain things at all Mm -hmm. so I'm like yeah like God fits into this because he's a God of justice like he talks about it in the Bible and so I'm like oh yeah like wait we're missing something (laughs) in this discussion (laughs) so yeah I think that that's also something that I noticed last year of just like where God is not excluded from like the conversation at all and um I appreciated like the voices that were speaking out and like a godly perspective of the things that were going on and that really helped me like okay like yes God is in in this and like working through this um moment in time especially very true I mean he, I mean he's in the midst of he's walking with us through the whole, you know, I was, I'm recently been uh, reading um, Isaiah 43 and 44. And it's talking about how God's talking about um, in, in high waters and in the fire. He's like there with us. He won't any, let anything overwhelm us. So he's very there and very present in the times mm-hmm. of trials. Um, and that's something just to remember that he's always, because he created us and everything, he's always um, involved. Right, right. And I guess like finishing up, um, I know you're, you're not on social, you're not on Instagram right now. Are you still posting on YouTube? I'm currently not posting on YouTube. I have been um, in a very planning phase right now. I have some videos filmed and I'll be going out in the next like week or so Mm -hmm. from the time of recording this. But I just wanted to take a moment just to, like you said, or like I said earlier, like slow down, reevaluate, reevaluate where I'm going with everything. And then continue posting. Gotcha. That is important. Yeah. I'm definitely in that phase of like, okay, new year, like how do, (laughs) how do we want to like be better about content? How do we want to be better about getting, you know, the message out? But my main question is like, or yeah, question is like, do you have any tips for like creating boundaries on social media? Yes. So I wrote a couple down that came to mind, but also I'm, I'm not a pro at this and I'm still <laughs> developing tips, you know, because I mean, um, I'm not nearly as bad as I used to be on social media with my time limits and everything. But over the years, I've been trying to set um, a boundary where the first, like basically in the morning time, I'm not on social media at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wait until maybe like noon. So anytime after noon, I'm like, okay, I can go on Instagram, do whatever. But I, um, I don't like to go on first thing in the morning just because that's the first thing. Like when you wake up, I don't want to be bombarded with someone's feed or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, I'd rather take that time to spend time with God in my quiet time, which has been great. Or um, 
work out, exercise, do something for yourself, you know? Right. Um, and then also I'm trying to implement this currently, which is like individual timers, time limits. So maybe oh, yeah. setting my phone for 30 minutes or 15, 20 minutes to scroll on social media. And when that timer goes off, shut off the app. I'm done okay. for that, you know, that time frame. It's hard because mm-hmm. you're like, okay, I'll snooze it. Next is 20 minutes, yeah. you know? I've been guilty um, <laughs> so bad. Yeah. I haven't stuck to my time limits yet, but you know, this is a new year. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also just like filtering my feed. So, um, and this is probably an issue of like people pleasing, but for some reason in my head, I'm like, if I unfollow this person that I no longer am interested in their content, they'll know and I'll be a bad person, you know, in mm-hmm. my head. But reality, they probably won't know, probably mm-hmm. won't care, you mm-hmm. know, and it's for my benefit that when I go on my feet, it's things that are going to inspire me, empower me, or educate, and not things that are going to make me feel down on myself, because I've definitely left the app feeling discouraged more than I would like to. And then lastly, it's just kind of remembering, like you said, that social media can be this own little world that we can get um, wrapped up in mm-hmm. more than we need to. So just remembering to spend more time offline, developing myself and my relationships, you know, with God, with my family, with my friends, versus always thinking about how can I show up better on social media? You know what I mean? Like show up for myself offline, just like I do online. So those are the boundaries that I've been implementing now. Not a pro, Mm -hmm. of course, messed up many (laughs) times, but, you know, trying to get better each time. Yeah, I think the one thing that I think I mentioned this early last year of just like, muting people like not mm. if you like still kind of like want to follow them but you don't want to see like their feet come up all the time I'm like oh you can mute people that's that's a great you know moment and I think that's something that like people always say like okay I, I just have to unfollow right away but it's like yeah. you can like mute their stories or like mute their posts or something if you don't want to just like right away unfollow them and that was something that was like also helpful for me to know that was there if I wanted to use it. Um, yes, timers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> On my phone, I have like the how many like hours you want to spend on social media. And uh, yesterday, I actually kind of was like ignore. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> stop ignore ignore that right now but because it was just like it's just always our first instinct like when we're like oh if something happens like okay grab it you know like okay what are are people saying um so yeah I think just like realizing because like obedience is like something that I talked about um last season like my last episode of just like obedience and sacrifice are kind of like cuss words to us you know that's good they're kind of like what you know (laughs) like it's because it's like dying to our flesh dying to our what we naturally want to do is something that you mentioned as well of just like not um getting so caught up because I also think like what you said about your relationships and like you're bettering yourself like right where you are because it was like because Instagram could go away like I don't know later this year or like next year you know and we'd still like we'd still be left with like ourselves so you kind of need to you know cultivate what you already have right in front of you but I think you know like we connected on 
Instagram. So it is, there is good. They're not like completely bashing the app, you right. know, because there are like friendships that are made or community that is built, which is so special and such a, such a gift, but it's also like remembering that it's not your whole world, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Just be strategic and smart about how you spend your time on social media. That's really, that's really what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Very true. And I didn't t- ask you this before, but is there any, um, cause you know, I love to put incorporate music somehow into this. Like, is there a particular song that you've been loving right now? Oh goodness. Oh, I listen to so much music, but or songs um, top three. I don't know. <laughs> top three. Um, I would say, <laughs> well, these, I guess these are the top three that just came to my mind. So Voice of God by Dante Bao. I think oh that's how you say his last name. I don't know because I'm always bad Bo? at pronouncing people's <laughs> But <laughs> I, know, I know the song you're talking about. That, yes. Oh, my gosh. I could listen to that on repeat over and over and over again. Such a good, such a good one. So good. Um, and then I believe it's Understand by Chandler Moore. Yeah. Um, that's good, too. Um, and then Joy by For King of Country. Those are the top three. I love Kiera Shear, too. Anything by her. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the top three that come to mind in terms of music. I listen to a lot of music. <laughs> yeah. Same, same, same. Yeah, those are good. Chandler Moore, I, I listened to, like, his whole um, new album a lot recently. So that was that is a good one. Um, but thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate you taking the time because um, I know you're heading back to school soon. So um, I know, oh, graduating. <laughs> like, it's just so, like, when I look back on it, I'm just like, whoa, like, how, like, just some things that, like, I was doing or, like, thinking about was important. I was like, really? Like, really, Lord? But it's like, it. I think it's like just the process you have to go through mm-hmm. of, like, growth honestly because like even though you could people could give you so much advice it's like your specific your specific major your specific mindset your specific like life situation it always depends so um I don't know I'm trying to think if I have advice I was just thinking about it I think my main advice is to it's hard but not get bogged down. I think I was guilty of this, of like the job title or like that Mm. people are like posting on LinkedIn of like, oh, I got this job or like, oh, with this company. Cause I think I got bogged down of like, oh, I want, you know, the Instagram post where like I say that like I get this job, you know? And so, cause it's like, especially these days, people stay at jobs for like six months, you know, like, it's not like it doesn't have to be your end all be all of life, you know, your first job. So I think that that's something that's the advice that I would give don't get caught up too much on the hype or like the one job or everything because it's like you don't have to be there forever. So yeah, I appreciate that because I'm (laughs) definitely seeing that little by little people who graduated last um in December posting mm-hmm. the jobs I got I'm like oh goodness like will I be in that space you know but like you said yeah enjoy the process embrace the process really mm-hmm. I appreciate the advice I definitely <laughs> needed it <laughs> no problem well yes again thank you for coming um I enjoyed our conversation 
And um, okay, homies, I'll talk to you today, tonight, tomorrow. Bye.